0: Hello everyone and welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian here in north texas drinking that good good joined by my good buddy up in tulsa mr parker how are you doing this evening hello i'm well thank you how are you ah dandy all right it is a late night cast which means it is a <laughs> special cast
1: uh, yeah i don't know that we've ever started one
0: quite this late so I, we'll see yeah i don't think so but you know what we we were trying to trying to meet our west coast listeners you know meet them where they are yeah, cuz this goes out live. Right, obvious, yeah. obviously. It goes out live. Yeah. Uh,
1: sorry, East Coast people.
0: Yeah, no, get your shit together. Come to the best coast, you know what I mean? Is that can we I mean mm. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't feel good, does it? Yeah.
1: Middle America. Somewhere <laughs> in Middle America. Come out here.
0: In the Middle East is what we'll call it. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite quotes from fucking anchorman where uh what's his nuts is given the weather forecast and he goes then in the middle east it's gonna be in the 70s and he points to like Dayton, ohio <laughs> the middle gotcha yeah love that shit how's your world been maybe it
1: was good i mean it it was good was good
0: like, I, like i'm oh god <laughs> post mortem <laughs> um parker had a good run everybody. posthumously
1: yeah <laughs> I'm doing this podcast. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, all's well. <laughs>
0: you're like the Tupac Shakur of uh, beer podcasts. Yes, that's good. You Tupac drop, Shaker. Tupac Shaker. You drop. You drop 82 episodes after your gun down. <laughs> yeah, that seems right. I can't wait for some podcast to blow up and then be like, "Oh, I'm glad they had 82 episodes in the can for it." Before they left, us.
1: <laughs> it sold for a whopping four hundred <laughs> and nineteen dollars.
0: Fucking Postmates. That was his
1: family that bought it.
0: <laughs> Postmates and uh, uh, Casper mattresses paid for all of them. It was oh god. Uh, Harry's Shave Club didn't have a chance. They, they just couldn't pony up the money for it. Mm. All the podcasts that they covered on unboxing uh, new MacBook Pros and discussing the current state of affairs, those are going to be super relevant in eight to ten years. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's groundbreaking shit that we hit you guys with weekly. (laughs) Uh,
0: Have you, speaking of...
1: uh, Speaking of Harry's, speaking (laughs) of MacBooks.
0: Speaking of Casper mattresses, do you know anybody who's ever bought a mattress online? I have,
1: dude. I have. And I was there for the unveiling.
0: <laughs> How was that?
1: I mean, that part was pretty cool, you know, because it's like shrink-wrapped and compressed down to...
0: Down to nothing, almost?
1: Nothingness. And then, you like you know, it's like one of those fucking tents that, you the, know, this- erects itself or a, or a rescue raft that... Yeah, I mean it. Just there's some serious potential energy in that son of a bitch. (laughs) You gotta watch out, or else you get knocked out by a mattress that's unfurling.
0: (laughs) How big was the mattress that you watched? It
1: it Um, was a uh, king.
0: Oh shit!
1: It was a king. Yeah, it was like, but it came in a you know, know a box that you think would would house like a bag of dog food or something.
0: Oh Christ. How heavy was it? Is what I want it was to know. impressive.
1: Oh, it was dense. Yeah. It was very <laughs> dense. I mean, it definitely had all the, you know, team lift, two people, whatever. <laughs> um, Wear a
0: back brace. Warnings,
1: right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And but I don't know. I mean, I uh, I would have to think it was still like a hundred and twenty pounds, probably. Fuck. I mean, I don't know. Was it all... Maybe it was, I'm not a good judge. I don't... I've never worked Parker, at the fair judging Parker was, weights it was and ages.
0: was 1,300 pounds this mattress yeah. was. It was the... Dense as fuck. Was it an all-foam mattress? It was a bariatric bed. Was it a all what? Was it like all-foam or like... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my daughter, we ordered her... Like, wait, oh,
1: wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Time out. Before I'm just completely off my rocker here. Casper... Is the just like purple, right? Like the, I think so. Yeah, but Casper was like maybe the OG.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, Cause it was this, the-
1: okay, because this was like a while ago. But this is probably seven years ago, six, seven years ago. So okay. early, ad- early adopter here. Yeah. Uh, they got in on the the ground the ground floor. level of the mattresses yeah. <laughs> on the
0: box springs of the mattress game. <laughs> nice, yes, <laughs> like that is solid. I feel like I'm proud That's of that. Good, I'm proud of that. Yeah. on the fly. Yeah. yeah, been drinking too, so you know what can I say? I'm better when I'm drunk. Yeah, I, just, I hear that, sister. I just cheers the webcam anyway.
1: I tried to tell my boss the other day.
0: I really think just having a couple at lunch really just you know ease everybody up, and I think you'll get more accomplished. You know. Yeah. You now Sally in accounting. And then fucking Karen comes in and she's like, oh, I used to suck dick for crack, and we're like, Okay, fine, Karen. You don't you don't have to drink at lunch if you don't want to. <sighs> Jesus Christ. You gotta fucking be a downer for everybody, huh? Um well, you know what? I can
1: kind of relate with Karen right now because I am six months in with
0: no dipping. Six months? Is that yeah. the longest you've ever gone, or the longest you've ever gone on this podcast? I should say. Well, there was a period
1: of uh, I don't know twenty two fucking years that I went without dipping.
0: Well, okay, <laughs> the, that was the, that.
1: I I know what you mean, but yeah. yeah, no, no. My point in saying that is, I was not a uh, you know started dipping at thirteen because my older brother or my dad left his cans of cope on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, nada, zilch. I was just bored at work one day when I was 22. Out on an internship and I just started dipping. So, dumb, dumb, dumb. But yes, in the last 11 years, this is the longest that I have legit not had a dip, not cheated, not not not, a, not
0: snuck one in, not yeah. I didn't. I haven't. I haven't plugged one. How happy is Mrs. Uh, Parker? Is she is she enjoying this experiment? Uh, well,
1: uh, yeah, I think she is, um, she's a little less gun shy about drinking stuff around the house, like
0: <laughs> picking up glasses and r- just drinking. <laughs> yeah. And
1: honestly, like recently we were in the van and we we're going somewhere and like, there was a Dr. Pepper bottle and, Ooh. and, uh, which, yeah,
0: yeah. I think same, it should be, I, same think, cue. I think we should, we should explain for listeners who are not from the South. That um, when you're around someone who dips, whatever it may be, Copenhagen, uh, Red Man, Grizzly, whatever is your chewing tobacco of choice, uh, there is, like, you're going to, if you're you're chewing tobacco or if you're dipping, you're going to be spitting into whatever container is around. And sometimes, uh, like my brother used to dip all the time around the house and he used to use a solo cup with a, a paper towel shoved in the bottom to absorb the spit back, you know, so he didn't have any blowback on him. Mhm. But I mean, people will people will spit into like uh, uh McDonald's cups or like fountain drink cups. Uh, they'll spit into Dr. Pepper bottles, water bottles. Sometimes those bottles are not clear. Like sometimes to, they're not transparent. No.
1: I don't know. I'm talking this is not talking about me personally. This is talking about somebody I I've known. Uh-huh. You know, like spitting random places and stores you know oh
0: that's disgusting
1: yeah <laughs> that's or fucking gross know the layout of all the trash cans in your local walmart oh yeah you're like all right i'm gonna pick up some cheese and i'll round uh, around aisle four because i know there's a spittoon on the end cap <laughs> and then i'll go over to the dairy <laughs> section. i know there's another place that i can spend i've uh, seen sad. i've seen
0: people in this the shitty walmart by my house that services the country where people will walk in they'll just grab like a water or a coke out of the front cooler they'll drink it on their way to the back dairy section to buy groceries like where they start buying groceries they'll be finished with a coke by then they'll just spit in it the whole time just all the way through the store and then they'll literally check out an empty bottle full of spit because they're like "Hey, eh, never gonna call me a cheater <laughs> like, hey at least they're honest it's fucking gross man ah uh, kudos
1: to them no but uh we were driving and it was dr pepper bottle and there was like it was that real suspect you know if, uh-huh. you, if you get one and it's 95 percent full you can be like oh it's okay andrew's dumb but he's not that dumb <laughs> he's... to waste a full dr pepper like <laughs> but this one was like you know i don't know two fingers or something uh... just a little and um she like hesitated for just a split second and i caught it out of the corner of my eye and i was like it's okay it's okay sweetheart we're past that you know (laughs) (laughs) it was like she had ptsd like because she did get a big old helping of uh what a Dr. pepper bottle on our way up to uh, nebraska a couple years ago
0: that is heinous
1: I think she about drove the the van off the highway. And, she was and driving all of us. Yeah.
0: Oh no. Yeah. That's dangerous.
1: Yeah. So, anyhow, she's getting less less gun shy. I'm slowly breaking that wild mare.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she would enjoy hearing that. Uh, real quick before we move on, uh, I too need to. Uh, I need to make a public apology. Um, regarding my description of Bud Light Seltzer, um, Mrs. I don't think I just made a public apology, but no, okay. you didn't. But it reminded me that I didn't make one in the last cast that I needed to. Okay, uh, Mrs. Bryan heard the my descriptor of what I said oh. Bud Light Seltzer tasted like, uh-huh. and I want to be very clear as I'm unfurling this piece of paper that she's making me read off of. <clears throat> Um, That description of Bud Light Seltzer is not a description of the current menu items that I choose from. Um, Sweaty vagina is not something that I have consumed in the last decade and a half. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) And I love my wife. She she, is very clean and everything is fine with her. I am... I am dumb, and I should not have said what I said. That's it. That's okay. uh, just making sure I read everything verbatim. There. Well,
1: now I need you to hold up a newspaper with today's date on it. And <laughs> here it is: <laughs>
0: Sleep Day of this of twenty.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh. Little bit. Uh, wow. Yeah. That.
0: Yeah, she heard that description and was like, hey, real quick, want to talk to you, jackass. I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's a good point. That's a good point. You're making all great points, sweetie. Very good points all around. Uh, so, back to your back to your dipping habit. Have I ever told you about the first time, first and only time that I ever dipped? Uh, no. No, so, I don't think so. I was at a Las, out in Las Vegas at the uh, Supercross. Uh, finals, you know the motorcycle racing, dirt bike racing, yeah. whatever. Went out there for uh, it was for an RV company. Uh, they were <laughs> they were like a major sponsor, and they sent us out there. And it was cool. Oh, hold
1: on, hold on, hold on. What's up? Between the Staples game and the beer game, you worked for an RV company.
0: Oh, I worked for an RV company. I worked for a car dealership. I worked for Home Depot. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, all the all the cool jobs.
1: Well, damn. At least, I mean, the RV place sent you to Vegas.
0: They did send me to Vegas. Uh, it was pretty sweet.
1: That's cool. And did um, you dip out like a week later?
0: No, I actually went through the whole summer working there because that was the only place that would hire me. Anyway, it was okay. a little, it was it was cool. It was cool. Everything worked out fine. Uh, basically, I just washed car, RVs all summer long, and uh, that was the summer that it rained like twenty-two days straight from May to. <laughs> July. <laughs> there wasn't a whole
1: lot of washing going on.
0: Oh no, Parker! I was out every day washing those fucking RVs in the rain. What? What I what? like to call bikini? Mother Nature's power wash. And I would just scrub shit with, with a brush and then just let the rain wash the soap off. It was great. Anyway, got paid and for all that
1: sudsy out there. Oh, oh yeah. man.
0: Oh yeah, I was rubbing my bikini top on the on the fifth wheel.
1: Oh on mor- no, on a bango.
0: Oh, no. Is this a slide out or a slide in? Mm. Mm. Yeah, anyway. Mm. So we went to Vegas uh, to see the Supercross finals, which was cool as shit. Yeah. Um, But out there, there were, you know, there are all those, like, vendor tents. Like, come on and see Thor boots or check out the new Fox apparel. Yeah, we have... Acerbiz shocks or whatever the fuck they do. I think they do hand guards or plastic shit for dirt bikes. Anyway, they yep. had they knew their clientele, and they had a skull tent out there. <laughs> they were like, hey, there's some fucking rednecks are going to be out here. We got to make sure we hit them up. So the skull tent was handing out, like, if you went in and filled out, like, a quick survey or whatever, uh, you got, like, three sample cans of skull. And my that was what my brother was dipping at the time, and he was like, "Hey, you go in there, sign up, just get your, get your three cans, and uh you want this, this, and this,
1: but Brian, here's your backstory. You're a lawyer from Miami, you've been dipping since nineteen eighty three yeah,
0: yeah that's exactly what it was We're like if they ask you this question, you say this if you ask the i'm like wait hold on how do i know it tastes like gunpowder i've never tasted it before he's like no nah, trust me you're gonna say it tastes like gunpowder that's why you're gonna want the long cut straight or whatever the fuck it was at the time i'm like all right <laughs> all right
1: now re- recite it back yeah, to me
0: exactly he's like you What's want your you want the pouches say it with pouches all right fine so i go in and it was like one of those classic like uh, peer pressure situations is what it was. Yeah. The, the, like you walk into first off, you go into this tent, and the tent closes behind you, and it's air conditioned uh, in there. I was like, "This is nice. Right. I enjoy this." Vegas is fucking hot right now.
1: I start dipping because of
0: that. Well, uh, Parker, you have no idea. So I fill out the old information, and the salesperson is there. This it was just some like sleazy dude, and he's like, "Hey, why don't you go and try one of these?" And then, like he threw the three sample packs in my bag, and then opened up a fourth sample can. Thing. And he's like, let's go try one of these. And I like lifted it up to me. And I saw every after-school special uh, that I'd ever encountered about tobacco use, like flash in front of my eyes. <laughs> and it was like, he just turned into some like long haired, like middle part hair guy. Like, mm-hmm. come on, just one dip won't hurt you. And I remember like, I was like, all right, cool. And it was right after the pouches came out. So I grabbed a pouch, put it on my lip. Like I'd seen everyone in my life do at that point. And I was like, oh, it's cool. Thanks, man. And he like closed the old can, threw it in the bag, so I got a fourth mm. sample can. I was Damn. like, all right, let's do this. And in the like dozen or so steps that it took me to get out of the tent, the sensation that went through my mouth and the euphoria that rushed over my body when that nicotine hit me, <laughs> I felt like everything was right in the world. I was like, this... Is amazing. I'm more relaxed. I'm more tuned in with everything that's going on around mm-hmm. me. And I need to get this fucking sin pouch out of my face right now or else I am gonna end up like the guy who was on T V at the time who was talking like who had jaw cancer or something. Mm-hmm. And it was just like an open hole below the nose and he was talking. I I saw me as that guy and I was like, I can't I yeah. can't be a part of this.
1: Well, kudos to you for Having some willpower.
0: Well, no, it wasn't willpower. It was pure fear, because I knew that it's, like, the taste that I had or the sensation that I had was like, I will be doing this for the rest of my life.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Like, I can't, I can't even fucking start. Like, as soon as I, I got, like, three steps out of the tent, and I had to take it out of my lip and throw it, my brother looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you wasteful bastard. Well, no, no, no. It was like, why the fuck are you dipping?
1: <laughs> oh, I got
0: you. Uh, because... Uh, when I showed him the old fourth can, he was like, "Oh, well done! Took one for the team." Mm-hmm. At a kid, did
1: he go did he go get that pouch off the ground and <laughs> like it? <like>, yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> he he like, you
1: remember <laughs> the kids that would smoke like other people's cigarette butts? butts
0: oh my, uh, those, those kids are now called <laughs> those kids are now called homeless people.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And Jeff Bezos, <laughs> does he really? You <laughs> don't, don't make, yeah, dude. I remember kids doing that. I just thought, what is wrong with you, you? Oh. You definitely licked windows as a child or something like.
0: Or you are going to be like Yeah, <laughs> or yeah. Adult.
1: Or you're going to be huffing gold spray paint out of a brown paper bag.
0: That's way more likely. You're right there.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a uh I'm a I'm a success story, I guess you could say. For huffing gold spray paint? No. Oh. For <laughs> <laughs> dip free since August twenty
0: eighth. I I'm really impressed. That was like a birthday treat for yourself. Then, thank you. Uh, well,
1: it was a birth date of some sort. It was the day before my third child was born.
0: Oh, that was so. That was the that was the, the motivation. Okay, yeah. You know, my grandfather. He. I mean, I'm not comparing the two. But when it comes to like cold turkey success stories, my grandfather is probably the one that I know of. So he used to smoke cigarettes like in the house. He was one of those guys. Oh yeah, I mean, he's he's I mean born in the early thirties, so fucking no rules, bro. Um, but up until like he smoked when he was like a teenager, early teenager, and uh, his wife passed away in nineteen ninety three. So my grandmother passed away from cancer. And literally the day she passed away, he stopped smoking. I mean, we're talking, like, this dude had an ashtray next to his rocking chair in the living room of the house. I mean, he had an ashtray in the bathroom right next to the crapper. <laughs> like, mm. I mean, he was a an all-time smoker. And wow. that day, like, just done. Never smoked again. I mean, we're talking, like, 50-plus years or, you know, right around 50 years. And he was not 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 having any more of it. And I remember That's turning crazy. I remember turning my dad who had smoked since he was like 14 <clears throat> and going, uh, "So when's this uh when's this happening? What uh when are you gonna when are you gonna cut that out?" <laughs> and then yeah. I remember getting hit. That was fun. It was fun. <laughs> Did he? No, fuck no. He still hasn't quit. He's still smoking. Yeah. Like a freight
1: uh, train. Is your I'm going on the limb here and saying your grandpa's not still here.
0: No, he he passed away. Unrelated. Uh, okay.
1: Well, that was going to be yeah. my que- question like what did he die of?
0: Yeah, he um not lung cancer. Not lung cancer. It was Well, uh, then that's a win. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a host of other things, but uh, yeah, not lung cancer. Mm. Uh but yeah, no, it's dude, uh, those those illnesses that are nicotine related and you know smokeless and smoking related are never never fun to deal with so mm. parker thank you from all of us and your family thank you for being it yeah. this far yeah no doubt yeah i mean
1: if i say you're welcome right now it sounds like i'm a real piece of shit <laughs> like i
0: <laughs> you're welcome for me bettering
1: my life and my family's life with Um, me in it
0: for those who can't see that he's he's on his webcam and he's got a small wooden cross that he's picking up i am him i am levitating he is yeah he's literally walking across a small pond right now (laughs) yeah so you're welcome though Uh, but I mean really uh, yeah. truly, it's not a fucking easy task, man. Like dude, it's
1: really not. I, I've I may have made this, you know, remark on here, I don't know, but I was talking to a buddy the other day and he I was like he's like, How's it going? I was like, dude, it sucks. Like every day. Feels like a good friend of mine moved away <laughs> or something like or died or something, you know, like yeah. I do miss it. It was I mean anything, you know. If you drink a fucking orange juice every morning in your life for fifty years, and you stop doing that, you know, i imagine You're going to miss it. That person would miss it, yeah. Like, so, but it's so silly. Like, such a, I mean, it's a something that your body does not need, right? Yet, you know, as a slave to it, guilty as charged for
0: I don't know, 11, ten, years. eleven years. But what's know? what's crazy is you probably like. I, you would probably go through these same emotions like two years in, three years in. Oh, dude, yeah, I understand the
1: the adage: the once you're an addict, you're always an addict. Yeah, oh yeah. It's I, just you know controlling the urges, mm-hmm. uh, because I've I've wanted so many times, and I've seen you know other people like coworkers and you know other people on the golf course opening that can and. Oh, like it's, a freaking deer. I can smell it, you know, like six holes down. Like, every time oh, you, somebody on hole four just opened a
0: can. Every time yeah. you go into a convenience store, there it is right behind the counter. And you're just like, oh, oh yeah, it's that's right so right easy, there. dude. Yeah, and yeah, no, I can just buy I can just
1: buy one can and do like one a day. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no problem with one a day. What the fuck? I'm an adult. Yeah.
0: But there Before you is. know it, I'm
1: I'm yeah. pureeing it and mainlining it again.
0: <laughs> you got a spoon going with it, like what the yeah. fuck happened here? I don't remember this. <laughs> I, it, was, it wasn't a fucking it wasn't it wasn't a science experiment involved last time I did this, but now now there's a needle. God, It's escalated quickly. So marijuana is the gateway drug, my ass. No, I mean you're right. It's it's not, especially when it's legal and you can go to some place and buy it. The only reason it makes it a fucking gateway drug is because... Same reason that a liquor store is a gateway drug. You go in... "Ah, I just need to pick up a six-pack of beer because this is the only place I can buy the High Point stuff. Next thing I know, I'm drinking a bottle of gin in the parking lot. And I'm trying to figure out why (laughs) why I've lost my third job in a row. You're just like, well, I don't think it has anything to do with the gin. Um, I think it has more to do with uh, whatever's gotten you here.
1: Yeah... Yeah, I don't know, you know, sometimes it's like, you f- you feel for people, that you don't, I don't, well, but I mean, you can also see yourself, like, in that, I don't know, at least I could, sometimes. you know, like, mm-hmm. people that turn to the drink, or whatever, and Right. The next I, thing you know, it that they're that's unemployed, their life. the families left them, because, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, it's nasty, it's, it's bad stuff, and it's sold on every corner in America. I mean, it can be. Sorry, I mean, this is No Beer left behind. I'm not trying to fucking you know, <laughs> kill, kill the podcast. This is the last episode,
0: but but it, uh, you're you're right, and like that's something that that there are other podcasts that do a really good job about it, explaining, like, hey, if you think you have a problem, go see help. You know, one thing that we t- don't talk about on here that other people do, and I feel like we've we discuss uh, alcohol consumption in a way that kind of negates it but maybe we should address it but they're like drinking and driving in general like if you go out to a bar or a pub or a brewery and you have you you have three beers four beers like full size pints in a setting you definitely should not be fucking driving home mm-hmm. I mean hell honestly two pints in a pretty quick succession you shouldn't be driving home
1: but if it's Applebee's you can drink nine
0: dude because they're a it- dollar and then you can get fucking shithoused like that's expected.
1: Yes. But you're getting shit housed off of the botulism in their tap lines.
0: You well, obviously, I mean you're getting shit housed off of sh- bacteria shit, bacterial <laughs> shit house is different. It's a different kind of shit house, you know? Did I got so fucked up at Applebee's last night I went blind. <laughs> I had a I was hospitalized from oh, what, alcohol poisoning? No, my feet went to sleep and then my fucking ear fell off. <laughs> what? Doc said it was cuz I had too good of a time. I, I, I got syphilis from fucking Applebee's. Do yeah. I, yeah.
1: Well, I, don't, I mean, you're right. Maybe we should, uh, you know, I don't know, drop a hotline number on here every now and then or something.
0: But, I mean, honestly, the, the, the kind of, the, the way we approach alcohol is kind of the way we've always approached alcohol, which is it's fun. It's not something that's guaranteed. It's not something that can be taken lightly either. Like, it, it just isn't. We we talk about, you know, we, we obviously all make fun of Frank for taking dry January off. And uh, whenever he comes on and he's drinking sparkling water on a fucking beer podcast, sure, we make fun of him. Hold on.
1: It, quick aside here. <laughs> is it really dry January? Didn't we establish that it's like every other Monday <laughs> and then is. every second Wednesday and then every third Thursday? It's yeah.
0: an excuse for Frank to... Like I don't know, it's something. So for essentially, Frank to he's talk drinking
1: about. at least twelve days out of that dry month.
0: Yes, which does not a month make? Like that's. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Y'all's volley back and forth at the beginning of that one episode was priceless.
0: I fucking can't, man. It's, Any, yeah. yeah.
1: Anyway. Uh, Anyhow, sorry. Yeah, making fun of Frank's dry January.
0: Uh, yeah, no, we make fun of it, but at the same time, like I do a, a dry week. I do a quarterly reset, just to make sure that you know I'm not fucking. Dry heaving at work after after three days of not drinking,
1: right? You're not shaking. You're, not, <laughs> you're You're still making it to meetings on time. You're still picking your child up from school like an adult.
0: Yeah, I'm not crying in the parking lot whenever I get to work. Uh, that's good. You know, just normally. I mean, I normally do that, but I'm not crying for too long. You know what I mean? That's that's just because yeah yeah this is yeah. work. I've
1: sat through traffic. Adulting for three sucks. Yeah, you just you just drove. <laughs> For three
0: hours and went six miles. <laughs> yeah, like I need a fucking cry. Don't don't judge me. Don't at me, bro. Uh, oh man, yeah. Hey, so what is your what is your quarterly reset? Walk walk us through that. So my quarterly reset came from um, last year. I I set out to learn more about whiskey, and I found this YouTube channel called The Whiskey Tribe. And they're connected with a whiskey vault down in Austin, and they, you know, they talk all all whiskeys, everything, Scotch, bourbon, single malt, everything, all the way through. Uh, but every quarter, the uh, the whiskey tribe, the magnificent bastards of us, we um, we take one week a quarter, and we don't drink any alcohol. And that's a, it's one of those like we do it in unison with one another. So that we all like in our message boards on Reddit and on Facebook, you know, we're all commenting on other things that we do outside of whiskey, but uh, we don't drink during that week. And it's kind of out of solidarity with one another, but it's also to make sure that we don't have any issues popping up. We don't have any of those weird shakes that happen. Uh, We're not like gaining 10 pounds in a week or losing 50 pounds in a week, something (laughs) wild like that, like signs that there is a bigger issue afoot. And uh, by doing that, it's it's kind of nice. I, I used to do it with beer right before. Uh, well, I did it. <laughs> Let me be clear. I did it with beer right before the last time I took the certified cicerone exam, uh, where I didn't drink any beer the week before.
1: Was that so your your palate was like completely cleansed and you could you were really sensitive?
0: But yeah, that's essentially what it is. You become like way more honed in with what you're drinking. Okay. And I appreciated it then. And then I obviously lost it because I was celebrating the fact that I was a certified Cicerone for like, I don't know, 18 months or so. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it was, you know, then I I found the whiskey tribe and they brought it back up. And I was like, you know what? That makes sense. Let's try it. And, you know, my wife does uh, like a month. She'll do four weeks where she won't have any alcohol. I don't know how she does it. But she'll do it every now and, you know, every once a quarter or so. Like she did it for January. I think she's going to do it again in March or April. Depends on, mm. depends on if I can talk her into being a DD for St. Patty's Day for me. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be dependent. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, stuff like that. Like there, there are things out there that you can do. You don't have to publicize them. You don't have to fucking, you know, tweet about it. You just do things to make sure that everything is okay with you everything's okay with your lifestyle and you're not dependent on a drug essentially yeah but you do miss it though right so what i've learned is from my like resets and my dry weeks dry months that i've done over the years is that it's not necessarily i miss it so much is that i miss the uh the ritual of it mm. and
1: well, i mean that's dipping
0: Right, and that's that's what it was for me with cigar smoking when I was in college. Like, I would smoke cigars all the time in college, but it, essentially it was just, like, the the process of lighting a cigar and sitting with people and, and talking while we while the cigar burned. Like, I can just sit and talk with people. I don't have to have a cigar involved. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: and your mouth doesn't taste
0: like ass the next morning. Mm-hmm. What I have learned in my cigar in my cigar uh, journey, and now that I've gotten older, is the quality of cigar definitely makes a difference in that.
1: Yeah, and I I will concede that um, I agree. You get what you pay for, and the more you pay, the less residue. But probably even the most high end cigar still like if you smoke it like during your nightcap. He- I don't know, maybe it's just me, but the next morning I always regret. Why did I smoke it? Damn it, I smoked a cigar, didn't I? Didn't I?
0: Well, I, I agree. Like, and you
1: gotta brush your teeth, and like, oh, you gotta brush basically your teeth. shower and wash your clothing three times, and then send them to the dry
0: cleaners. Oh, I love, I love smoking in uh, rented tuxes. That's my favorite, honestly. <laughs> what a dick move, because like, not my problem now, is it? <laughs> just send it on. It's great. Uh, And you look fancy as oh, fuck. Dude, I feel like the fanciest of gentlemen. Like, it's, yeah. it's so I good.
1: bet you'd look pretty dapper with a little uh, a little bolo tie or whatever.
0: Yeah, I don't do bolo Being ties. in Texas, no. I mean, you'd fit right in. There's a guy uh, who I work with. I saw him on Halloween, and he was wearing a bolo tie and a dress shirt. And I was like, that's kitschy. That's funny. Ha, 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 ha. And then I saw him again like mid January and he was wearing a bolo tie and I was like, what the fuck are we doing? I saw him last week and he's wearing a bolo tie. I'm like, all right, so it's a thing and I don't like it. I don't fucking like it at all. You've gotta not do that. A bolo tie is fucking stupid. <laughs>
1: they are so dumb.
0: <laughs> it's it has no I'm, fucking point.
1: <laughs> I mean, but in that same breath we could say Regular ties are pretty fucking stupid too, oh, right? Oh, fuck no.
0: Regular ties are fancy as shit, and people need to understand that they are fancy. No. And I'm a, when I wear one, I'm a fancy man. and you need to uh, acknowledge the fact that my skull and crossbone tie that I have on mm. is my mm. get shit done tie. You move, step like, aside. Just step aside. Like,
1: dude, that dude, he must rub elbows with George Bush. He fucks. That's what... That, anytime, anytime. Oh, that's like a... <laughs> She smokes. She pokes. I didn't know the skull and crossbone tie meant that he bangs.
0: Oh yeah, oh, she, it is. She bangs. She bangs, <laughs> oh, babe. You big William Hung fan? Why does uh, everyone suggest? Why does everyone ask yeah. that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No regular ties, dude. Like, I think more and more they're kind of going away, or they're they, slowly phasing out.
0: Yeah. So when I started my my job uh, a few years ago. It was a requirement that we have shirt and tie. And then unspoken rule of upper management is when they stop wearing shirt and tie, you stop wearing shirt and tie, right? Yeah, that's that's what we're living in now. So I showed up to a meeting the other day, and I was the only fucking lame ass in a tie. Someone brought it up, and I was like, well, uh, I'm sorry. I just want to look fancier than you was my response, Nice. <laughs> which I did. So suck it. Right. <laughs> Um you know we're thirty five minutes in and we don't I don't know what you've been drinking tonight. I know ooh. that you started out with a bottle and then now I see you drinking out of a can. I did. You're very observant, so hyper observant, if you will.
1: Um I started with Well, I had a had a couple F fives earlier.
0: <laughs> Two tree F fives.
1: Excuse me, yeah. And then I had a New Belgium Voodoo Ranger. Okay. Also, um, it's it's definitely in my seven disc CD changer at all times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You've dated yourself and you made a point all at the same time, and I'm I'm here for it. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Um,
1: yeah, love the Voodoo Ranger. It's just one of my good go to beers. As is F Five. Okay. Um, as was Dirty Bastard. I saw it on the shelves the other day. Um, well, I'm,
0: I'm proud of you for also not picking you. up a Dirty thank Bastard.
1: Um, and now I'm on to uh, which should have been reverse order here, but now I'm drinking a Session IPA um, by Dusty's favorite brewing company.
0: <laughs> You're drinking a Sierra Nevada Session IPA. Yeah, so...
1: <laughs> <laughs> the wife went to Costco earlier, and she's like, uh, "When I got home, when she got home, like I was in the back taking a dump. Nice." She's like, "Got your present on the table," and I'm like, "Okay, cool." Usually, she comes on with two uh, things of two twelve packs of F five because it's it's stupid cheap at Costco. Yeah, it's like they're fucking stealing it. Yeah. Um and. But I'm always on board with buying hot beer. And I mean (laughs) you got it. Yeah, I know it I know it's I know it's up. Uh like I bought it at a pawn shop type of deals.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if it's got a story, that's that's when you want it. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: It's like (laughs) it's got a history. Yeah, somebody's come through and (laughs) scratched out the born on dates. untraceable serial numbers on these beers. It
0: takes you back to your teenage years when you were like dating that girl you probably shouldn't have been dating, but you really enjoyed dating them. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wait, hold on. No, As I say that, I realize how it sounds now, and I want to go ahead and get ahead of it. I never dated underage girls, so I just want to bring that up.
1: (laughs) And he's just saying he didn't date them. That means long (laughs) term
0: god damn it I'm <laughs> going to edit out the, uh-huh. <laughs> the first thing that came to mind. I can think of another four
1: letter word that has an A and an E in it
0: the, same, the first thing that came to mind was scratch off the born on date <laughs> It's not a good look <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh wow god damn it there's some people out there that are like yeah right on brother Right, right on. I'm with you
0: yeah. All i right. knew i liked that one all right all right all right <laughs> it's, just,
1: it's just a number
0: brian <laughs> and we're back i'm very sorry uh, i almost pissed my pants after r- realizing what i said and the laughter that ensued <laughs> It was a dangerous situation, and I own my home, so I didn't want to have to disclose that I did, in fact, piss in the floor of one of my rooms. Mm. I think real estate agents require you of that now. Have you ever (laughs) pissed in here? Uh, Yes, I have. God damn. Okay, fine. All right, fine. Uh, uh, So this podcast, I have been drinking up to this point exclusively. I have been drinking Scrappy Boy from Armadillo Ale Works out of D'Anne, Texas. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, since those things go down way too quickly, um, I've I've, got, I've gone through two of them, and now I am on to Particles Collide Alpha from Manhattan Brewing, uh, Manhattan Beer Project. God damn, almost almost franked it up there. Mm. That's what you. That's what they say whenever you, mm-hmm. you speak on something. You say I franked it. I franked it up. <sighs>
1: Okay, so, like, I mean, obviously, you know, before, you didn't have to tell me Manhattan.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Just off the name alone, right? But
0: is there an end to that? To the Manhattan Project? Like, I mean, to ma-
1: all their beers being...
0: No, I mean, because, honestly... Named uh, professionally. I, I, I mean, because, honestly, they can just nuclear names from here on out. Like they could just do I know, but it's like what are they I'm gonna start? your
1: CERN, the CERN <laughs> cider. The, the the particle or halon or large hadron or whatever the I fuck mean,
0: essentially is. essentially particles collide is the hydron right. Uh but then you go into maybe you just start fucking the periodic table of beers. Yeah, just, well, then that's lame,
1: then. Yeah, let me get that Marie Curie fucking IPA.
0: I'm down with that, though. I would buy the no. shit out of that. Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, uh, also, kudos to Marie Curie for being a pioneer for women. But
0: uh, <laughs> I think I talked about it on the last podcast. I don't know if I did or not. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and cover it real quick. Anyway, when, yeah, I, picked this, good, when I picked this thing up, uh, it was at my lunch uh, midweek and <laughs> I remember we were talking earlier about having a problem. <laughs> yeah. I went to lunch and I said, I'm not going to eat. I'm just going to buy a four pack of beer because that seems like a better use of my time. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> I learn nothing from what I say. Do as I say, not as I do. You know what I mean? Uh, no. Uh, when I went there, I mean, the place is fucking beautiful. Like those people have made an amazing tap room. Out of like what essentially, like when I visited there two years ago for their little beerstagram, their Dallas Fort Worth beerstagram meetup, when they were raising capital to build their brewery, it was just a warehouse, like a little bitty, and it was like a mini warehouse at that. It would be like a barn if it weren't in the city. I think once it's in the city limits, then it's a warehouse, mm. but if it was outside, yeah. it would be a barn. Anyway, what kind of
1: animals do you think it would have housed? I,
0: I, uh, chinchillas. I don't know. It was it very picture
1: this
0: (laughs) got it got it okay all right uh but like now it's like a legitimate like it looks like uh the the closest thing i can compare it to is like a a new york a new york city like uh coffee shop is what it looks like inside i mean it's everything's very very clean very aesthetically pleasing Mm -hmm. and the best part is it's not new york city so that's good and then uh, secondly their shit is amazing everything that they have that that they produce is honestly top of the tops so hmm. yeah no i've been drinking some good shit today uh, i actually started today out at armadillo ale works i went there to shoot a little uh sunrise time lapse over the brewery for some uh, external work and then uh i went into their uh, Armadillo Aleworks also has a coffee shop attached to it. It's called Cryptozoology. I went in there, nice. uh, l- listened to some uh, Bible study groups that had no business being in a fucking brewery. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Um, they they were in there uh, enjoying some good brews and I uh, you know good uh, coffee and brews. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a fantastic little espresso drink that that kind of blew my mind. And then I sat there for about 20 minutes and listened to the Bible study talk until I got so angry that I had to leave. And it had nothing to do with Bible talk that they, were, they got me so heated. It mainly revolved around the coronavirus and <clears throat> fucking uh, uh, politics. And beyond that, I was like, I can't fucking do this. The main thing that pissed me off about this whole group of people is the guy who was leading the discussion showed up at 7.05. This he place had opened- a
1: dog in his pants, and that's why you were mad at him.
0: No, I. No. God bless him. God bless him if he had a big old, big old donger. No, this guy shows up at seven oh five. He's like the second person in this coffee shop, and he brought his own coffee. I shit you not. He showed up with a fucking coffee thermos and a coffee cup. And I'm like, you piece of shit. <laughs> I can't. I can't express this enough. Go fuck yourself.
1: Wow. Never thought that you would have to have like a. No outside food and drink at a Starbucks,
0: right? Oh, this place, by the way, it fucking kicks Starbucks right in the throat.
1: Well, but I know pretty what you're much saying. You, yeah, anything same thing. that has a pulse can do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. No, this okay, like, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so I was just going to ask you while on the the Manhattan uh, mm-hmm. beer project, um, whatever came. Uh, of the bikini atoll so, beer, that really kind of pissed some people off <laughs> for understandable reasons.
0: Yeah, so they, I, I reached out to them and on a personal level and just like said, hey, you know, the way you're handling is is very professional because I mean, Misty is a professional PR person. Um, I was like, hey, way you're handling is very professional just so you know like the there the the reason people are pissed off is kind of valid and uh having worked now like since since then having worked in a more professional public relations setting i understand the approach that she took and that they took as a company i kind of agree with it they didn't they just basically shut it down they didn't say anything beyond uh like after the initial influx of people flooding in they were just like, Hey, this is what it is. Like we, we do good within our community. Like we name this, these things this way. And we understand that the naming conventions that we have do not like they, not everyone agrees with them. Uh, I mean, cause <clears throat> very few good things have come from atomic bombs, <laughs> which is <laughs> yeah. what the fucking brewery is named after. Like the project that created the atomic bomb is the name of the brewery. Right. Um, so, like, I kind of understand, like, if they had stood up and said, like, oh, we're real sorry about this, like, they would literally have to change everything about their brand, about their company. And they meant no ill will by it. And they were, like, not claiming ignorance by any stretch, but just saying, like, hey, this is what it is. Um, to answer your question, though, Parker, they have since released Raspberry Bikini Atoll and are releasing <laughs> Key Lime Bikini Atoll next week. I tripled down. <laughs> but I mean the the big the big thing is
1: like, no, on the label it shows like test bombings. <laughs> yeah. it doesn't show disfigured people Light up the night sky,
0: yeah.
1: and poor islanders didn't even know what was going on. Um, yeah I, wow. but okay, so well, you know, all right, so whenever it first hit the market, did you think,
0: oh man? Never crossed my mind, honestly. Knowing the name of the brewery had more of an impact on me than anything else, because I was but, like, so it didn't cross your mind until other people. Like, it's not like they came out with something called
1: slavery saison, like.
0: Well, and that's that. actually uh, that I actually brought that up with a with a, a fellow beer person in DFW. I was like, listen, we have you have to listen to what people are saying who are from the area that's been affected by what like what you've named the beer because yeah i i used it to like it would be like if we made a if someone in the area made a trail of tears ale like mm. that ain't cool like nope like i'm i would not support that in the least bit i mean i think most native um, like oklahomans in general regardless of your heritage whether you're native american or not you wouldn't support that just because of the proximity of that name and i feel like the distance that we have between (laughs) North Texas and an island nation that was decimated over 50 years ago, like leaves it really easy for us to sit here and be like, we didn't mean anything by it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and acknowledging that could go a lot farther than just saying nothing at all. All that to say, like, I know, like we know from having them on our podcast, that they don't mean anything ill by it. They also yeah. are are not trying to profit off of a masser, <laughs> a massacre of an entire island. Uh, they're just literally naming their beers based off of events that happened after, like in before, during, and after the Manhattan Project was a thing. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, <clears throat> it's a good question, and honestly. It's one that I don't feel as comfortable with, and that's one of the reasons I, you know, I, hey. I Bikini Atoll is not a bad beer. It's not one that I'll probably be posting about on our on our Instagram page. Look, this,
1: you know, that's what I do here. I I ask the tough questions that the people want to hear.
0: I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Parker. Yeah. Uh, because because
1: Anderson Cooper here. You're, for no Beer Left Behind
0: you're a fucking John Oliver of No Beer Left Behind. You're the you're no, no, no. You know what you are? You are a oh, what's her name? Uh, fuck, Greta Van Susteren. No, she's on Channel I'm One. Greta. Greta Van Susteren. Damn it, <laughs> Parker lives his life to be a Greta Van Susteren. No, what is her name? God damn it. Hold on, Correspondent uh, Harding. No, I'm not gonna fucking classic story. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you what I googled, but you want to be a regular Lisa Ling, you know what I mean? Do you remember See, Lisa I Ling?
1: Because I don't get that drop.
0: Okay, Lisa Ling. I grew up with Lisa Ling on Channel One, which was the news organization that put out their homeroom news channel uh, in like middle school and high school for us. In the Midwest, did you have Channel One, Parker? I don't know, dude. I didn't pay attention in school for shit. No, it w- you would have paid attention to this because they turned it on everybody's TV during homeroom, and uh, if the TV turned on in our generation, you paid attention. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah,
1: we had morning announcements. yeah. So no. if it was on Channel One and it was on a TV. Yeah. I know that we had them because I got three days of suspension one time for the song that I played on it.
0: No, nope, this is a different thing. <laughs> you played what?
1: Okay, so my buddy was on AV or whatever they called it.
0: Yeah, the, the Nerd Squad, which I would have been on if I had a school that had yeah. money to have one of those. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um. I- anyhow, uh, he always put music on, like as the morning announcements were starting or whatnot on the TV. Uh-huh came to me. I was like his regular consultant <laughs> or disc jockey. You know, he was like, you know what's the fresh, fresh? You you're know.
0: a music producer for the fucking news channel.
1: Oh, yeah. That was the pinnacle of my career, and it yeah. just went downhill after this. Uh-huh. Um, and I gave him a copy of the used <laughs> CD and Taste of Ink and on that in the first, you know, when it was usually like a 20-second snippet. Well, in those 20 seconds, it says it's 4 o'clock in the fucking morning. If you remember that song.
0: I don't, but I can tell that that probably didn't sit well with administrators.
1: Yeah, and that broadcast over our whole school. And uh <laughs> it made me that I sabotaged it. Well. And I was like, okay, you got me. I, I knew that that was it. <laughs> Like I, I didn't have the Walmart edited M&M CDs. Like.
0: <laughs> you didn't have the Blink-182 Walmart edit that just said Merry Christmas? So, it was a detention
1: well-served, as was my Lick Me Where IP" detention.
0: Uh Which, the best detention I've ever heard of anyone getting.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it was Super.
0: Uh, No, Lisa Ling was on Channel One. Channel One was like a nationally broadcast um, public news uh, channel, basically. They covered things, all all things from like health awareness to uh, people who don't look like you. How do they feel? That was basically what Channel One was. And in my small small town in Oklahoma, that was viewed as some liberal bullshit. And that got cut after my (laughs) freshman year, sophomore year of high school. How to interact people with different skin pigments. (laughs) Yeah, it's was like... 101. (laughs) (laughs) There was a segment called Not White, Don't Say This, and then it was like, oh, oh, that makes sense. People are taking notes and shit. No, no, so it was a little more serious than that, and it was, like, legitimate news. Like, shit that, like, if it was aired today, people would be like, wow, this is fucking great. But in our time, people were sleeping through it, and no one gave a fuck. Mm -hmm. Um but lisa ling was a uh, like a correspondent on there and she was when i say a legitimate journalist like she might be still the only legitimate journalist that we have in this world like this lady would embed herself in cambodia and fucking cover uh like s- the people being enslaved in cambodia in like the early 2000s and then now she has a show on i think own or some place where she basically just goes around and uh, talks to people about shit that no one wants to talk about, which is like uh mainly involving racism right now. Uh but she's she's a legitimate journalist. <laughs> and honestly, uh young 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 Brian who had a great who had great aspirations, uh wanted to be like Elisa Ling. But um turned out I was too white and had a lot of quit in me, so Yeah, didn't become Lisa Ling. Anyway, I do have a journalism degree. And on that note, we're going to take another quick pause as Parker handles being a father. More when we come back. I see what he meant. I see why he got in trouble. yeah, no, that makes sense. All right, thank you for uh, sticking with us through the musical interlude but we're back. Uh, Parker has a new beer to open as do I Parker what are what are you opening right now? Well, besides a bag of, uh, of first. quick pretzel or quick uh mm-hmm. quick pickles pickles. they're so good. Oh <laughs> snap,
1: little bag of uh, dill pickle coins so delicious Quick, Go, nice snack on the on the go yeah your uh, monthly intake of sodium in one sitting
0: dude i like pickled things all things pickled um I don't so good
1: pickled okra dude
0: pickled asparagus so. has been my jam
1: oh yeah yeah it's real good get that shit. shit at the little craft fair the yeah. fucking affair of the heart yeah
0: Oh yeah, I'll mm-hmm. take a, I'll take some pickled asparagus. It's funny you look at your wife like I've never had this before. And you're like, give me three spears, bitch! Now, now under the table. Yeah,
1: or somebody gets hurt.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not gonna buy the jar. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. No.
1: Hey, let's, uh, honey, let's go back over to the dip section and sample all 19 of their different <laughs> dips. Oh, you make teas, do you? Huh? <laughs> Line them up, bitch.
0: We're doing all of them. <laughs>
1: Line them up. We're doing
0: shots. <laughs>
1: Uh okay, so uh I'm polishing off my second Sierra Nevada.
0: Oh, okay. woof You got me you got me concerned when I heard I'm polishing. I'm like, oh God, he took a break. I didn't know he was polishing that.
1: Jesus. Ooh, yeah. You know, only a few um people will get that joke.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I think more than a few will get that joke. <laughs> yeah, a few thousand. <laughs> I was
1: say. Um Well, what i am about to indulge in mm-hmm. I felt that it was worthy um, of making it to the cast here and um, it's my last new Glarus spotted cow
0: oh shit hold on oh no hold on There it
1: is. yeah so for those of you that don't know um New Glarus out of wisconsin only sold in the state of wisconsin if you try to bootleg it out or sell it elsewhere they will um they will prosecute find you. you they'll hunt you down um good stuff uh really really good beer uh there is something sexy about the fact that you know it's kind of the don't push that red button type of you can't yeah. Can't get it anywhere else. You got to know somebody who knows somebody who blows somebody. Know something about it. Um, But anyhow, so until my next batch, which, you know, honestly, in the last couple years, three years since I've been turned on to this, I've stayed in it pretty well.
0: Oh, yeah. You, like you've I've been, been got, rolling in it.
1: Yeah. <sighs> like, um. Uh, I started dating this one guy online just so he would ship me um, Spotted Cow.
0: That makes sense. It, you know, it,
1: I'm not proud of it, but... um, Okay, I didn't do that. But uh, Spotted Cow, great beer. Uh Glarus, New, Glaris, New Glaris, I don't know how you pronounce it exactly. New Glaris
0: is fine. I'll, I'll accept okay. New Glaris.
1: All right, well, what I was going to say, though, is that I've actually thought about taking Dipping back up because um currently i don't have a bottle opener but i always had a can on me
0: oh fuck! and that can can open yeah what you need my friend is butterfly bottle opener like Mm -hmm. i have where you can just anytime also i just need to bring you like half the drawer full of bottle openers that i have so you don't have to worry about that
1: so i do have some nearby but you, you can use the rim of a can
0: Oh, he's ladies and gentlemen, Parker is demonstrating the the sexual prowess of an alpha male by okay. attempting to open. You can't
1: you can't use the rim of a can <laughs> once said can has already been opened and is no longer pressurized. Earlier I did do that and I felt kinda <laughs> like registered badass. So <laughs> play some elevator music. I'm gonna grab a uh bottle opener while you introduce your beer.
0: Alright, I'll I'll just play this for a second. It's usually the closing music, but this time of year we we don't close with this, so we'll just play, you know, instrumental. He's cleaning up. He's not just opening a bottle. He's cleaning up as we go along. Yeah, could you could you press 8 for me please? Okay, yeah, see. He's back. All right. <laughs> all
1: right. All right. All right. All right, Thank so he's go.
0: he's opened his new Glarus. I've opened my special beer and I am dealing with the the stickiest of the icky, icky skunk smell in my brew room right now. Mm-hmm. Because Parker, I bought a special beer tonight when I went to went to Walmart to buy some buy tonight's uh, dinner. Oh, I seen it. <clears throat> Did you? Uh-huh it is a oh, oh my god it's, it is a 24 ounce bottle of <laughs> corona extra <laughs> oh beautiful and i'm just gonna
1: oh i'm proud of you
0: okay Have well liquid it, it, gold. Sh- it shot up all over my face mm. oh, I, I did... saturday night in high school yeah that's what. that's yeah that's accurate i was gonna say that's what he said but that's just what happened no um <clears throat> No I I decided after seeing the shitty news report that came out after the uh, about the shitty uh poll that went out about people uh, 30 38% of Americans being afraid to buy Corona beer because it uh because of the coronavirus <clears throat> I decided to buy a 24 ounce bottle of Corona extra. forgetting that the 24 ounce bottle of Corona extra that I bought at Walmart is probably been sitting on the shelf for a couple weeks. This thing is the skunkiest of the skunked beer I have ever opened in my life. I'm afraid the cops are going to come and just arrest me based on marijuana smell alone.
1: Brian, a couple weeks. Yeah, dude. Something tells me that there's not a big market for 24 ounce Corona Extra bottles. Well,
0: no, that's at I Walmart. S- no, actually, there are because this is the first time I've seen them at Walmart. <laughs> I've seen them on like the spot on the shelf. This is the first time I've actually ever seen bottles. Mm. Parker, okay. One thing you, one thing you need not forget about uh, beer consumption, is that uh, people will buy anything.
1: Well, not if it's corona currently apparently thirty eight percent say that
0: no i um, I bring that up because that that poll was done by someone who is basically the and i I don't say this lightly, but the no beer left behind of fucking poll groups <laughs> like <laughs> it's done by such a shitty pollster that everyone's like, oh my god thirty eight percent of people you're like, hey, hold up, what the fuck have what what the fuck else have those people done as far as polling goes, yeah. Uh, well, nothing, you, uh, yeah. You
1: you pulled 10 people, and those 10 people,
0: <laughs> one of them were said,
1: nine years old.
0: <laughs> yeah, one of them said, I don't know what corona is, daddy. Like, all right, well, I'm gonna count it for 0.8%. I'm gonna count that as he's scared of
1: corona, he's scared
0: of corona <laughs> eight times out of ten.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, who, where is that data coming from? Come on,
0: out of someone's ass,
1: dude. You you, 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 okay. You have to think that people are smarter than that, right?
0: Dude, it you. I mean, honestly, I would think so, but.
1: I mean, people are granted. stupid. Well, okay, listen. There are. Uh, there are.
0: Or granted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that the people that don't know that you can take a ride on Red, I would buy that they are afraid of Corona beer. Um, but. The vast majority of people, even the dumbest of the dumb, yeah. are not going to make that
0: that, that connection. jump,
1: that connection. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I. Well, I. You say that, Parker. I hope this morning I had For to leave humanity. I had to leave cryptozoology coffee bar because the Bible study group that was happening next to me. Uh, the guy who brought his own coffee there, admittedly. Uh, he was leading the study and he brought up the fact that like, well, if the Chinese didn't have such a, uh, a weird diet. No, it's true. It's true. They eat regular animals that just roam around the streets. And that's what caused the coronavirus. And I was like, I have to get the fuck out of here or else I'm going to strangle this man to death.
1: Uh, you know why they eat regular animals on the street? Because they're fucking hungry.
0: <laughs> yeah. And those animals are mighty fucking tasty, you know. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. cuter, th- we know this for a fact. The cuter the animal, the better the meat. Your Dang.
1: common house mouse is pretty tasty when you're starving to death,
0: right? Like, <laughs> don't like and dogs bring them on. Bat a bat soup caused the corona? No, it didn't, asshole. It's a Bats, virus. Cats, snakes, whatever you want to. And that's outside blame the on. outside the fact of who it's really to blame on, which is fucking people That's it. That's it. That's how viruses spread. It's fucking like it's a virus. It's been around forever. It's just figured out a way to mutate and take hold in someone's body.
1: And yeah, viruses are millions of years old. I mean, they they ruled the world long before we ever fuck yeah, were and, here. They, and
0: they changed I mean, the world every millennia or so. Like Yeah,
1: and and so that's okay. So that's where I'm at on like this whole thing. It's kind of like I'm not overly concerned. I'm not. I'm not filling my whole pantry full of, you know, prepper supplies. Like no, it's this. It's just getting more coverage than it, any of the.
0: It's getting more coverage and
1: SARS or MERS or swine flu or bird flu.
0: I don't know. Uh, Did you ever get Ebola? Okay. So this came up uh th- th- came up in my memory this week. <laughs> Did you cuz we graduated you graduated in May of 20 uh, of 2009, right?
1: No, I took that victory lab, bro.
0: Oh, you so you went you went around second mm. second second go around.
1: Yeah, I went a, went around another 365 mm-hmm. days. Okay. Um, good know, good to know. May of 2010.
0: So in May of t- 2009, that was like the peak of swine flu. Mm-hmm. I remember David Boren, the president of the University oh. of Oklahoma, refused to shake hands with anyone or hug anyone uh, on their commencement day. And I remember Burns Hargis, the president of Oklahoma State, <clears throat> when I graduated, he, he, sta- he said in his commencement speech, you all have earned at least, at the very least, a handshake from me for putting in your time at Oklahoma State, regardless of what other people say. I'm shaking everybody's hand who wants to shake a hand. And I remember thinking at that time, like, hell yeah, bro. Like, good on you. Respect. uh, Did you
1: hit your chest a couple times?
0: Yeah, I I, I did the old. Yeah. And then blew powder in the air, a la LeBron (laughs) James, and then walked across the stage. Okay. Uh, No, so as I walked across the stage, I shook his hand. And uh, shook a couple other professors hands who like stepped out and like knowingly
1: with fecal matter on your
0: hands. Oh, yeah. I had rubbed my butt, <laughs> rubbed my eyes, hopefully getting that in there and then shaking everybody's. Hand. No. So like a few of the professors that I had who I knew and I was close with, they stepped up and they shook my hand. We gave the old shug, the handshake hug thing that happened. Yeah. yeah. Much love all around and then uh, we went out and partied, and that shit went on. I thought the next day I was like, "Wow, I'm really hungover. This is rough." And then that sickness lasted for about five days. I did. I couldn't get out of my bed. I was running like a hundred and two fever uh, for a couple days, <laughs> and obviously, not, new pig, not not having uh, health insurance, uh, I didn't go to the doctor. I just rode this bitch out along with several hundred other uh, people who graduated Oklahoma State in may of 2009 who also ran severely high fevers and felt like shit for about five days after <laughs> i'm not saying i got the swine flu all i'm saying is i got really fucking sick afterwards <laughs> and uh yeah, i was i was fine right i well yeah it's debatable on on, on how i've turned out since then but the, 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 i didn't die right okay the issue is, uh, with the current coronavirus that is happening, uh, it's, it's rough because its uh, mortality rate is much higher than, like, say, the flu. And having known someone who was relatively healthy when they got the flu and who then subsequently died from the flu, it's scary as fuck. Like, I, I don't know a whole lot of people, and I know, I know someone who has died from the flu.
1: Well, may I ask, what demographic was that person?
0: White, like, white male. No, 40s. sorry.
1: I get I mean, race doesn't necessarily. But he was, uh, I wasn't going for that. I was just asking, like age and were they immunocompromised?
0: No, they weren't immunocompromised. He was in his forties, and he died when the flu settled into his heart. Wow. Yeah, it settled into an organ, which is how most people die from the flu. Is when that virus settles into internal organs in particular. um, Or takes hold of a a body that has been compromised from other diseases. This dude was healthy. Other than being 40, he was healthy. Yeah, it's fucking terrifying. And that was from my small ass town, central Oklahoma, that this happened. And so when you think of like, okay, well the mortality rate from the flu is like 0.8% of people who get the flu or who are uh, affected by the flu, die. All right, so then I think the mortality rate for the the current coronavirus is 2.3% of people.
1: I'll still take those odds in Vegas all day.
0: Oh, yeah, you would take your three times, but three times, like what your current odds are. Like, eh uh... I like to not die, and then more importantly, like what I've mentioned in the thread several times, and I I can't stress it enough. Like when you start putting it into terms of like uh, school districts, children who are already susceptible to way way more susceptible to diseases, and more importantly, like uh, fatal diseases, and then uh, their parents are. That's a fucking large number of people, or a large number of kids. And, right. and more importantly, and that's what that's what freaks me out more than anything.
1: You know, I couldn't agree more, man. I've I've got one of the most prime candidates. Yeah, I've got a six month old child. Like I'm, I'm not like not but, taking this but seriously, you- but I'm also not. You know, Mayan calendar two thousand twelve. Oh
0: yeah, no. For no re- no reason you, know you should what I mean? be buying duct tape and respirator <laughs> masks. Like <laughs> fuck like there's no fucking there's no reason for all that. But at the same time, like for people who were just like, Yeah, this isn't a real thing. Like it's a fucking real thing. And yes, because we don't know anything about it, like, okay, understandably, it could blow over tomorrow. But because again, we don't know anything about it, it could not. Like, to the point where mrs brian and i bought cruise insurance for the first time in our lives uh regarding our our uh memorial day cruise to the bahamas
1: wait 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 this is your first cruise you're going on right
0: No, no 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 we've we've been on several cruises well we've been on one cruise together as a couple but several cruises uh in our lifetimes okay yeah uh okay um
1: so you bought cruise insurance
0: yeah because there's no guarantee that uh even if the CDC says, hey, no, there's no fucking international travel regardless, and there's definitely no cruise ship travel, that we would get our money back because we've already fucking paid it. Mm-hmm. Um, we have at least, if, if worst case scenario, we would get 75% of our money back. Which I'm like, you know what? That's worth the, worth the risk considering we don't know what the fuck is going on.
1: Yeah, when is your oh, Memorial Day? You said it.
0: Yeah, last, day of, last, last weekend of May. Okay, because we're. I mean, that's that's and what's really is what's really shitty is that's on the end of, okay, when the summer gets here, the fucking the virus dies out and we're all fine.
1: Yeah, what about in the southern hemisphere?
0: Well, well, yeah, where the the virus is already. (laughs) The one thing going for that is that the people who are affected by it in the the southern hemisphere right now um like they've traveled from areas uh, from infection areas and they're like they are infected now we're waiting to see if that spreads because <clears throat> you know that's a that's a fucking thing <laughs> that happens oh that and as frank pointed out uh the head dude in iran who has it right now uh, it's not very yeah. cold in iran <laughs> it's, it's not like it's in a, in the 30s in the Middle East at the moment. Well,
1: I don't know. Uh, hey, hey,
0: okay, riddle
1: me this. So I was looking at a CDC website the other day. You know, I kind of put together some little pre-planning document at work, and you know, contingency plan. Right. If something does happen to hit the fan, <clears throat> um, and you know, CDC uh, puts out different basically. Uh, threat levels, r- risk assessment, you know, criteria. Right. Like, okay, this country is green, this country is yellow, this country is red. Like, you probably should, you know, minimize any non essential travel to Iran or whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, okay. It has, like, Iran and, sorry, Iran. Um, yeah. Okay. yeah. Denton. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Iran and uh, Italy and you know all like all these other places at like this heightened risk level, and then fucking Hong Kong, it's still green and it says, "Do not uh, does not recommend canceling any." Uh, future trips or blah 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 business meeting or like I'm like how how is China like patient zero and then
0: Hong Kong is just like separate. 200
1: miles to the south Hong Kong is just some untouched place with a bubble around it how does that make any sense well,
0: you also have to remember that like all these individual governments are responsible for putting out those risk levels and then when you look at a place like Hong Kong I'm like well, okay they're an independent entity as of right now that can handle travel to and fro differently. And while they're independent, while they handle travel differently, they also can handle how they like what their discretion is on travel, which means like, Oh no, we've cleared everyone perfectly. Everyone's safe here. No worries. No worries to be had here. When in reality worries to be had here, they're just not reporting it as such. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the same thing that goes for here, where we have our fucking supreme leader who's saying, everything's fine next day. We have a few cases next day. Everything's fine. Nothing to worry about. It's a hoax next day. Fucking someone died and now there's like a a, a passage. First community spread. The community spread and the unknown spread happening at the same time. And we have like a, a fucking supreme religious leader uh, who doesn't acknowledge science at all. He's in charge. I've placed him in charge. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Like, I think that's where those those conflicting sources of do we travel, do we not travel, is everything safe, is everything not safe, I think that's where those come from. And, like, our microcosm of the United States, in the big scheme of things, Kind of translates across all those other nations.
1: I, yeah, I mean, I agree, but yeah, you would just like, I d- would think that any country within a stone's throw of China. Would oh, be yeah. red as fuck, and then here Hong Kong is for just sure. green as can be.
0: It's but like, y- you also know that like there, there's some Asian countries who literally do not subscribe to any Western culture, or anything. And while that's fine for a good chunk of reality, what sucks is the reality of contagious viruses. <laughs>
1: like, but that's not Hong Kong. Hong Kong is one of the biggest industry leaders in the world.
0: Yeah. Well, and I mean, so is, and, so is Korea. Like, South Korea is hello. fucking huge, and they've already been like, no. South Korea, yeah. Fuck uh, off. Like, we're not doing that shit.
1: Mm. <clears throat> well, I mean, what about Japan? Like, it's concerning. You know, I've got a buddy that's over there right
0: now. I, <clears throat> I mean. What-
1: Stationed over there.
0: What, uh, well, if they're stationed, they're already on American soil. Whoosh, 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 American, quote soil. unquote. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so things are probably handled very differently there than handled, and especially for communi- communicable. Is that Com- the-
1: yeah, I don't like that word, but yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. correct.
0: The diseases that can be coughed upon each other, <laughs> the viruses <laughs> that can be spread by coffee, coffee, tuberculosis, et cetera. yeah, tuber- etc. <laughs> 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 tuberculosis type diseases that can be spread back and forth. Like I'm sure those are handled very differently on, uh, American f- like forces bases. Uh, yeah. like it, I, I'm sure there is a fucking protocol that involves a, a tent and some spray, uh, to get on and off the base.
1: Yeah. And just drink one of those Nagasaki ales by Manhattan beer project while you're over there and I, you're cured. I
0: feel like that's short sighted in the naming convention. <laughs> I feel like it's not in line with what they want to do and on behalf of Manhattan Beer Proje- or Manhattan Project Beer Company I don't think they're going to
1: name one after Nagasaki. No, it's or not Hiroshima. anything to
0: do with the bomb, it's the local art in the area. Oh, okay, yes. get it. No, it's Nagasaki graffiti yeah naga naga nope. not gonna work here anymore <laughs> naga naga not gonna go there as far as naming <laughs> conventions go because that's not gonna end well uh no i <laughs> back to beer an office
1: space reference there guys
0: <laughs> naga naga gonna work here anymore um anyway <laughs> i don't know i let's just put it this way like i think our group of people in particular <clears throat> we have a particular insight to the way things work like across the board frank has some south african ties that he's like the south african special ops team you know uh he's going to be able to report some shit that no one else knows about Parker. yeah he's
1: like a navy walrus
0: <laughs> navy walrus <laughs> He's he's got a use. It's got a lot of tusk, but it's got use. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parker, mm-hmm. you're Mr. Safety. I mean, you're obviously going to be able to put in perspective some things that we're not going to be able to. I uh, have family members who have clearance that I don't even know exactly what level of clearance they have within uh, the U.S. government. Uh, it's it's we we get some really fun and exciting. At the same time, depressing reports (laughs) about what's happening. Yeah. It's just like, I'd really like us to figure out a a cure for this to stop or like a a vaccine, I should say, for people to stop getting this disease that is, while non-harmful, still traceable. Uh, What do you mean? Like, I mean, like,
1: still traceable.
0: Let's just say someone catches the coronavirus, and then they and then releases it. They no, they yeah, no. <laughs> it's release. not, it's not, not it's a right. fucking bass at a at a, <laughs> <laughs> a at a golf course. <laughs> no. uh, no. Let's just say someone catches coronavirus, and then let's just say they ride it out and they test negative for it, and then at the same time, <clears throat> their dog gets it. And then at the same time their dog passes it back to them. All I'm saying is these things there's
1: Uh, what is going on in that house is what I'm wondering.
0: And that's the thing, nothing cross species. Nothing out of the ordinary, just Uh, fucking animals. Regular bestiality, yeah. Not just animals being animals living in close proximity. Uh, Oh,
1: you're calling us animals too. Yes. I got you, okay, yeah,
0: I mean, in all honesty, and if that's the case, like think about the uh, the possibility of maybe livestock catching this disease and what that might do to uh like our our supplies of things well, it's
1: a good thing we got the impossible whopper now,
0: oh yeah, no, no we pl- trust we've done soy everything, so that's mm-hmm. fine, we're fine there.
1: Hey, look, the boys may grow little boobies, but at least you're not getting mad cow disease.
0: Or, in this case, coronavirus twice. You know? Mm. You don't want to mm. double yeah. up corona.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's like double jeopardy. Oh, What do you say about... There's, you. It's not likely that you catch it twice, is that?
0: No, it's like it's not likely you get struck by lightning twice. I think that's how the saying goes. No. <laughs> it involves high voltage electricity, Parker. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not uh, slowly degenerative diseases that can uh, have effects on your organs.
1: Okay, but let's look at it this way, though. It, and this has already been six years ago since the Ebola stuff. Oh yeah. But, I mean, Ebola is still going on right now, right?
0: Oh, it's like, always, it's been going on. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, like we'd be joy.
1: naive to think that, because, you know, CNN and Fox News and whoever else stopped covering it, means that it just was eradicated overnight, just like polio. Um, no, it's, it's still ever-present. Um, and I think, uh, you know, listen, I don't have the letters MD behind my name, but um, what pound? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> surprise, surprise! I'm not the regular Doogie Hauser over here. Um, pound for pound, I think that was a much uh, more dangerous and higher morbidity rate than
0: coronavirus, right? Yes, but we also knew a lot more about Ebola than we do Corona, and, and like the Corona, the COVID nineteen because the Ebola virus has been around for a long time like we understand that like you only catch it when you are around the corpse of someone who's died of the Ebola virus or uh, whatever it is yeah uh, whereas the coronavirus is spread just like other communicable communicable diseases uh it's much sketchy did you go to communicable college I did I went to C C C O K C and uh uh, <laughs> at 89th Street, it was great. It was fantastic. Very. Sketchy. Did you go to
1: National American University?
0: I did. I went to I went to National Communicable Disease University <laughs> Online dot com.
1: Dude, the National American University here is now like a fucking bakery.
0: <laughs> Dude, okay. listen, listen, listen. What, it, what, what who founded the National American University?
1: I don't know, it but was like whoever Robertson, it was, right? he had one night or. One day, one night, and weekends were also all right with him.
0: I <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'm almost positive. <clears throat> there it is. I'm I'm Googling it right now. I'm trying to find the founder, uh, who fucking did that. Clarence. I think it was or? Frank. <laughs> Frank from Nobril. The new age,
1: new age Ponzi scheme.
0: Uh, Clarence Jacobson in 1941 as a one-year secretarial school. It was called the National College of Business and was located in a downtown Rapid City building. God damn it, Rapid City. Mm. Yeah, sons mm. of bitches. Uh, yeah, no, that's a fucking terrible university. You probably shouldn't go there. And if you're currently enrolled there, thank you for listening to No Beer Left Behind for sure find some better university. But,
1: but first, send us some of your National American University swag.
0: Oh yeah, no. Swag if,
1: bag would be much appreciated.
0: If we can get some now swag, it'd be great. I'm <laughs> assuming. Now. That's how you would pronounce NAU. Now. Hmm. I, I'm guessing. Dude, National American University's got so much shit. Let's look at the uh, alumni tuition benefits. Oh my God. This is terrible. Listen, I fucking, for sure, find a new hobby if you're enrolled in the National American University. Uh, come and join the NBLBU. Um, we're going to start mm-hmm. that up next year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be sick. I fucking, are you kidding me? I accidentally closed out of the fucking thread. Please stay with me as I open it back up. I'm I, I'm astonished that this even happened, but here we are. I'm joined back in with a thread that <laughs> I started. I, I mm-hmm. found a Mac shortcut that closed out of the...
1: <laughs> you straight up just ditched out on this
0: podcast. I, well, I'm still recording, so I didn't ditch out on it. I just ditched out on the call. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, uh Parker, is there anything that you have left in the old tank now that we've gone through in AU cuz I know that's high on your priority list every time we hop on the call?
1: No, not really. I think I've uh expressed all I need to get off my breast tonight.
0: Expressed all that you needed just like a dog has his anal gland expressed at the groomer. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I <laughs> just wanna make sure that's that's the type of expression that we're going for here. I've never had that uh done to my dog. Oh, to your dog. Well, you gotta start with, hey, with my dog I've never had that done because otherwise what happens is the listeners go Well you've hmm. never had your anal gland expressed? Oh shit. I don't know. Do I need to get my anal gland expressed? <laughs> I don't know.
1: I that's yeah. just a weird thing. It's like Past this step, it's consensual. <laughs>
0: uh, oh my god. Alright, well, um, <clears throat> tis this time of year, so I have to play this out. Um, yeah. This, mm. is, this is that shit right here. It sounds like some Irish river dance. It is. That's is what they call, <clears throat> what I call trap pipes. Anyway. Mm. 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 And let it hang down to your knees. Mm. Yeah. 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 Play those bags. Wait, I, I want to let him. I'm going to let him hit it. And what he says. I want to wait for the drop. Oh, the drop is sick. Shake that bagpipe.
1: Oh, damn. Yeah. You know Shake it's shit. that
0: bagpipe? Yeah, you know it's the shit.
1: In your window. For days.
0: Do you know how much research went into finding trap pipes here? Cause it's a lot. Uh so <clears throat> is
1: this the one artist that is producing trap pipes these days?
0: You know the answer to that question before you asked it. Yes, of course, this is the only one. It's <laughs> a pioneer, again, just
1: like Marie Curie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, thank you all for listening to Nobre Left Behind. Each and every week Be sure to check us out Over on your favorite podcast app If your podcast app Allows you to rate What you think of the podcast Please leave us five stars or the highest rating on there And leave us a review Let us know what we're doing good And uh, if we're doing poorly Up to your standards Shake the please send us a DM uh, over at no beer left cast on Instagram or Twitter at in underscore beer on Twitter. And uh, let us know what we can do better for Brian here in North Texas. It's been a pleasure this time and every time until next time I'm out.
1: Mm, as I say at Chick-fil-A, it's my pleasure uh, for Parker and Tulsa shake that bagpipe, baby.